You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Hey, this is Taylor Morton from the last blockbuster, and you're listening to We Podcast and We Know Things. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 107 of We Podcast and We Know Things. My name is Greg Hall, and alongside me on this very rainy morning, as almost always, the best damn voice in the business, Sam Matura. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Does whatever a spider can. If you're new to the podcast, we are the single source for all of your nerdy news in gaming, TV, film, music, and all things pop culture. Heck, we're basically spreading the good word of nerd one episode at a time. But be sure to join the Wee Pod Squad by hitting that subscribe or follow button on all of your podcast services. So again, uh, we really appreciate if you just hit the little subscribe button, the little follow button, Stitcher, CastBox, Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, wherever you get your audible goodness. But while you're at it, the best, cheapest, and easiest way to support the show is by leaving us a rating and review. We read them all on the air, and it would be greatly appreciated. One, three, star, five, star, whatever it is, we read it. Thank you. We could take a butt whooping. We could. We could. We're, so if, we're, if, we're due for it, actually. If we deserve a butt whooping, give us a butt whooping. We'll read the butt whooping. We might not agree with the butt whooping, but we also might not agree with the five star. Just give us the honesty. We'll read it on the air. We really appreciate it. Uh, you can find us on social media at uh, at We Podcast and We Know Things on Instagram, uh, all one word, at We Pod and We Know on Twitter, all one word. Facebook.com slash we podcast and we know things or just type in we podcast and we know things into the Facebook search bar, uh, Patreon and our store. You can find that stuff on we podcast and we know things.com, your one stop shop for everything we podcast and we know things. We're always looking for new writers. Uh, Ryan, Nico and, uh, and, uh, Mike do a great job uh, helping us out for the show. We really, really appreciate it. They've sent me, they all sent me an article on the same day. And I just can't upload three God on the same it. day. So, like, I was like, I'm going to space them out. I'm going to wait yeah. to, for 106, and then I'll post two, and then I'll do 107, and I'll post the third one. But, of course, your nephew is a uh, – uh, what's the word? He's a very uh, – Consistent? No, 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 no. He's very um, – impatient yeah and uh he didn't listen to last week's episode because in the episode the first five minutes of the episode last week i said his is going up first and i said the date so he hit me up the night before i the date that i said and he said when's it going up is it going up did you get my email and i was like (laughs) well you didn't listen to the podcast and he wrote whoops salty (laughs) so call your ass out on the carpet hopefully you're listening to this week and you can uh hear us there but again we're always looking for writers for movies tv games wrestling whatever you want to write about um uh, we are more than happy to host you on the site, so check that out. But again, our store. So if you want to uh, check out what three designs with over a hundred items of we podcast and we know things goodness, you can check that out. The link to the store and the link to our Patreon. If you want to support us monthly, uh, we kick you back a reward every single month. If you want to do that, all the links to do so are at we podcast and we know things dot com. We are a part of the We Be Geeks podcast network, so we be geeks pc dot com. Twenty something shows, great people. Really appreciate Mike over there at the We Be Geeks podcast network. And speaking of Mike. We really appreciate the other two mics over at the ESO Podcast Network, esopodcast.com. They just got back from Dragon Con where they did a ton of panels and meet and greets and all that stuff. We weren't there. We were invited to do all that stuff too, but I'm making it a mission because uh, Walter Jones was there. Um, oh, nice. Uh, Sean, um, 
uh, Austin St. John was there JDF and a probably. ton of people. I don't know if JDF was there because Walter only posted a picture of him in Austin, but ton of awesome people were there for Dragon Con and they got to do panels and, and meet and greets and on location episodes and stuff. So I want to do a con. I've just never done a con. It's it's a lot of people. I believe it. I, GDQ, GDQ was was semi like a con. It's more of a convention, but yeah, the, not okay, a con. That more of a times it with famous people from childhood to actors. Now it's times that by three. Yeah, I believe you. At least three. Uh, but we do have a couple of things before we dive into the show that we want to talk about. We have our trivia section today. Then we only have one big story, but it's a big one. Uh, then we we'll do movies, TV, gaming, music, some random stories. Hit our Patreon shoutouts. Give our pick of the week, and we're out of here. But before we do so, uh, we do want to just let you know that right after this interview, or right after this episode, we do have a bonus episode coming. So hopefully you checked out last week's bonus episode with Frank Stancheck Jr. of Classic Game Junkie. It was a lot of fun, and we released it on Monday. So go back and check that out. Uh, But also moving forward into this week, in three hours from now, Sam and I will be interviewing the director of the last blockbuster documentary that we talked that we almost predicted that would happen on this show. Uh, But we're going to have uh, director Tyler Morden on the show coming up. Uh, that's going to release today before you're hearing this episode as episode 107 is dropping on Sunday. Um, and today's episode will be dropping Saturday. The reason for that is because we have the Kickstarter for the last blockbuster ends on Monday. So there's no point in releasing it Monday. So you're trying to give it the push to give it the last, give it the push. And we did that with the room and it worked out really nicely. We had 11 people. That in the a couple hours after we and released, she it. reached out to you saying she did with your help. That's multiple awesome. people, yeah, yeah the, that it got funded with this podcast help, and that's like probably the coolest thing we've ever heard. Yeah, definitely. Um, Especially seriously. you being a lover of the room. Yeah, that was like one of the most rewarding emails of just like your show helped us get funded. Yeah. Like, damn. I'm going to yeah. print that one out. <laughs> That's on that my fridge. Yeah, and put that one on the wall. That was sick. But we're going to talk to him. The last blockbuster, it's been, it's in Bend. It's the only one left. The The other two got closed in Atlanta. Or in Atlanta. How in, about Alaska? Bend, Oregon, right? Yeah. yeah. And so you had two in Alaska and one in Bend, Oregon. The two in Alaska closed. Bend, Oregon is the last one. It's the uh, Mohicans. So out, the, out there in Bend. Apparently, it's a good movie town. So that's why it's still around. Um, but it's it's awesome. It's yeah, really no, awesome. It is. It is. So, it's, it's the end of a dynasty. It is. And know? there was there was nine thousand blockbusters at one time. Yeah. We're down to one. In nineteen eighty nine, a new blockbuster opened every seventeen hours. Holy How about shit. that? Yeah, I wonder that. Do you guys still have the the, the, the curtain in the back? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We weren't allowed back there. By the time we were, we blockbuster there. closed down. By the time we were eighteen. But yeah, it's it's cool that we're going to have him on. We're going to talk a ton about like rentals and movies. And we got our new segment, as you heard with the Stancheck Jr. episode, our rapid fire interview segment. Um, so we have a ton of fun things we're going to talk about. Uh, so thank you to the guys over at Earshot for setting that one up. But um, on to some somber news, a couple of passings. And this is where our top three is going to come in for the week. Uh, the first one at 82 years old, Burt Reynolds. Yeah, it, I mean, it's... It was heard reports, I think it was like last year, that his health was declining. You know, he was 82. He was 82. His health I mean, ain't improving. I mean, hey, and, and he lived a... Full life. A full, excellent, Over crazy 100, life. Over 180 projects he did. Yeah. I mean, so. he's a freaking legend any way you look at it. And we figured just kind of do a top three of kind of just our favorite Burt Reynolds. I mean, it's, it's almost impossible to pick just three out of his list. I will say this was the easiest top three really? I've ever done. Yeah, I don't love Burt Reynolds as an actor. Okay. Don't love, and I shouldn't say that. I don't like his movies that much. Okay. I love Burt Reynolds. His attitude was always awesome. He was always funny. But I've never seen, um, what's the big one? Uh, the Longest Yard. Uh, no, 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 no. What's Deliverance? 
No, it begins with an S. Smokey and the Bandit. Thank you. I've never seen that series, and there's a couple of them. So, like, he, there's a couple he, movies he was that he in. Did. He was in the first two he started, yeah. and the third one he cameos at the very end. Yeah, and so they're I, good. They're I, good movies. I, I've I never seen them. them. Yeah. So it's like, and he was in the original Longest Yard. Yeah. He was in the other Longest Yard, but like, this was easy. My number one was flat out easy oh, as hell. Yeah, so, so I think 100%. we probably should have the same number one. But did you have ever see the clip when he was on Jay? Um, he was on Jay Leno with Mark Summers. I don't think we're gonna have the same number one. I don't think your number one is on my list. And no, I've never seen the thing with Mark Summers. You, you, it's it, he kind of comes off as like a curmudgeon. Burt Reynolds does. Yeah. Um, but Mark Summers kind of like does what he can. When it's 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 a little like almost awkward, but kind of funny. But it's like sure. oh shit, it, it's definitely it's on Twitter. I'll try, I'll try to retweet it for you. This is the same guy though that passed on. Han Solo yep. that passed on James Bond yep. that passed on the to be Batman for the 1960s TV series and that went to Adam West yeah. so like that's some pretty iconic roles that this guy passed on I, I, I don't I don't know how you turned down Bond and all that because he was the you know even like Reynolds I, he the, did it first so, so he's like <laughs> naked in, in the in the spread so let's say this right Bond. How many movies would he have to do as Bond Maybe he just didn't want to yeah. commit He's in 180 projects yeah. and there's very few. Like multiple, like sequels. There's very few times he was on a TV show for more than just two or three episodes. Yeah. He, he didn't maybe want to commit to long term things. Yeah, I, I kind of after Connery did what six and Roger Moore did six, right? And, and he turned down you know. Han Solo when Star Wars was probably going to be a failure. Yeah, because remember that's before it became popular. Well, he's he, probably kicking himself in his ass for that one. Well, I mean, after you see all the success and money he made, he's like. God, I kind of wish right. I saw that one back. Like Star Wars, when it was pitched, he was probably like, no, this Star Wars, this, this is sci-fi flop, crap, yeah. this is going to flop. And then he was probably like, oh, well, shit. And he was like such like a cool, like badass guy. He was like, very he, cool. He, he was, was cool. he was into that, that nerdy shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Burt Reynolds was definitely like as cool as a cucumber. Yeah. Um, every role he played was similar but different. Like he, he never changed for a role. Yeah. Even though all, a lot of his roles, like I would like to think, well, that's a lie. Two of my three movies, he has pretty much the exact same role. And then the third one, I never would have thought he would have had this role. Okay. Um, but he did have a wide range, and, and he will be missed. 82 years old, lived a, a yeah. good, strong life. Um, well, every actor just, posted, like, I looked up to you. You were yeah, like my Superman it's, it's type of deal. It's crazy, though. Is I, was, I know exactly where I was when you texted me that. I mean, it was only a few days ago, so I hope I would. But it's almost like, damn, you don't. Reality hits you that you think that's good. They're going to live forever. Yeah, and they're just you realize how short life can be. You know, even if he lived a long yeah, life, eighty-two is not short, you know, but eighty-two yeah. is also not long. Yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. Not a turtle. Turtles live what one thirty, one forty. Longer than that. So, <laughs> all right, let's get into our top three for the week to honor Burt Reynolds. Yeah, number three. It's it's kind of a recent one, probably not on a lot of people's list, but I went with the longest yard. The remake. I went with the remake. It's just my number two. He yeah. kind of comes back as you know, like look, the, the coach type of deal mm-hmm. and. It, it just just the crew they got between Adam Sandler, Joey Coco Diaz was in it. You had Austin, you had Goldberg, yeah, the Great um, Collie, Nick De, Nick DeToro, Great Collie was in it. I just thought it was just a funny, good movie, and he came back like as his coach to come back from his original that I think came out in the seventies, seventy four, mm-hmm. I think. And then this one was two thousand five. Yeah, and it, it was just a fun, fun movie. Even Courtney Cox was Adam Sandler's wife, yeah, and but it's, yeah. and I don't like any. This was like one of the only Adam Sandler movies I liked post like Billy Madison. And for in the you, 90s. Tracy Morgan is, is Tracy the Morgan. cheerleader, <laughs> and it was really funny. Yeah. I actually, it's yeah. so it is my number two as well. Uh, I really liked 
you know, he's got that coach role. And he, dude, he is a coach. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, that's Burt Reynolds. You could tell he'd be a hell of a coach. But I actually thought that movie was pretty charming. I actually thought it was right up there with the original. Do I probably like the original better? Yes. But I love that Burt Reynolds came back. And it was kind of It was a hard time. It came out, yeah. we were freaking, what? I think we just graduated high school. I think it was 05, couple, obviously two years after. But, like, the first one came out in 74. We weren't even thought of yet. Yeah. You know? It was good. A little I, before our time. Yeah. You meant grade school. I, I graduated grade school in 02, and I graduated oh, high yeah, school yeah, in 06. Right, right. So, yeah. Came out for me during high school, and you. Yeah, we're I was both a sophomore. Yeah. I was a junior. So there you go. Uh, my number three is cop and a half. A little kid witnesses a crime. He doesn't want to testify unless they let him become a part of the police department, and he's just like a little eight year old kid. So Ben Reynolds is like his partner, and it's a buddy cop movie, but he's with like an eight year old. Um, I'll show you the uh, the promo poster for it and see if uh, I don't even remember that cop and a, cop and a half. There it is, baby. Oh, no, not Cop and a Half, New Recruit. This was 1993 action adventure, hour and a half. Yeah, you remember that poster no, being a kid? Nope. That's the new one. I don't understand no. why that would even have to happen. I don't remember it. Is that? Yeah, Lou Diamond Phillips. Oh, <laughs> and wow. Lou, and Lou, Lou Wilson are in the new one. But yeah, that's Cop and a Half. Um, yeah, uh, he... Uh, that's different. Yeah, he, exactly. That yeah. was the thing. Yeah. I never thought he'd be in a buddy cop yeah. movie with an eight-year-old. And uh, it was actually a pretty charming movie. It was probably to get look at Burton in a different light rather than, you know, my number two. I went with the classic Smokey and the Bandit, yep. where he was Bo Bandit, obviously. It was comedy. It was pretty funny. I think it was probably a little bit ahead of its time. And that whole movie was basically improvised. Mm-hmm. Every actor did interviews like, dude, there was literally like no script. Everything was on the fly. Yeah. And to come back, he did that one. That was a huge success. Did a second one, which was a success. And then the third one, he just had a little cameo at the end. So, hey, that's Bo Bandit. He's the bandit. Since I already did my number two, I'll let you go right to your number one. My number one is a movie that actually him and Wahlberg basically almost hate is Boogie Nights. I figured, and that's not on my list. I, I just thought it was it was just – when I first saw it, I didn't even know what to expect. I didn't even know that what it was kind of based on. And then just obviously you having Philip Seymour Hoffman, John C. Riley. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought it had good chemistry even though I – Heather Graham obviously is – was it Roller Skate Girl or – Skater girl, I forget, but it, it, yeah, I can see why maybe they don't like the film now, being a father and stuff like that. But for what it was at the time, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, and you know, Boogie Nights just never connected with me. Um, I think it's because at the time that I saw it, I was I just didn't know what I was watching. You, you were too young. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know what I was watching. But now I might appreciate it a little bit more. Uh, but my number one, easy. Probably one of the easiest number ones I ever have. Didn't have to look up his his freaking films because I love this movie so much. He was Judge Walter Burns, the coach for the Mystery Alaska hockey team. Oh, Jesus Christ. I forgot about that movie. I love Mystery Alaska. So this was like I completely forgot that he was in that movie. Yeah, the team from Alaska, they play pond hockey and they get challenged to a game by the New York Rangers. The New York Rangers come out. They build a rink. I completely forgot. And there's like all this crazy stuff that happens. Then they play the Rangers at the end. And I won't spoil how it ends, but he's the yeah. coach of the Mystery yeah. Alaska hockey Damn, team. That. And I didn't, I didn't look up his IMDb, so I did this from memory. If And if you like Thanks. hockey movies, I think it's a top three hockey movie, probably with like Miracle yeah, and Slapshot. Yeah. I would say this, Miracle and Slapshot are my three favorite hockey movies, probably in the reverse order. I'd say Slapshot, then Miracle, then Mystery Alaska. Maybe like Mighty Ducks. I, I, Maybe I, that's well, up that, there I still got to see that Jay Barishaw movie. The two we made. The Goon movies? The Goon 1 and Goon, Goon 2. Uh, I watched Goon 1. Didn't see Goon 2. I the first one was really good. It was it was very profane, but I uh, I didn't mind it. Yeah. No, I didn't think it did anything wrong. Like yeah. it was, You knew what you are getting, a goofy yeah. hockey movie. Uh, but there was another passing as well. Maybe not 82, but only 26 years old. Uh, one of the 
better rappers of our generation is Mac yeah, Miller. Yeah, 26. It's, it's such a shame because I I remember actually our buddy Anthony Pino got me into him like before he the even, Flyers. Before he no, he's like even before that, before he blew up when he's like, dude, this guy's up and coming. He's gonna blow up. You watch. Yeah, right around 2009, right around the Flyers started using him. I think it was dude. It was like before that song even came out. Like when he was on, even before kids. He just did like where he was still basically burning CDs, giving out when he was in high school. He was he's Pittsburgh, so he's kind of yeah, local. Yeah. He's from PA. So it's it just such a shame. Like Pennsylvania was, Nights is one of my favorite. Songs. I think it was a, an overdose. Probably I know that it he definitely had, was. He had the breakup with Ariana Grande a couple months Took ago. Took hard. And that's kind of I saw a lot of people on Twitter kind of blaming her, which you shouldn't obviously no, do that. You should that. never blame that. Something like that. It's it, it's just such a shame. Me. You know, someone has all that money and. You know, seen all the people that reached out and like all these rappers, like Evidence, people yep. like that, and Big Sean, kind of just like, man, this guy was chance. like, yeah, Chance the Rapper. He's everyone was just kind of, he was just fun loving, good guy, smart, and just such, it's such a shame to see him go so 26 young. years old, though. You don't know how to take the power. You don't know how to take the fame. You don't know how to take yeah, the money. And his and, new CD just dropped, I yeah, think, like a couple so, weeks ago. Mauro Vernalo, one of the uh, announcers for NXT, the the play-by-play guy, he's battling some demons as well. He actually has a do- documentary on Showtime. I highly recommend you go check it out, especially if you're interested in like bipolar and anxiety and things like that. Um, but uh, it's the, I think it's called the Bipolar Rock and Roller, as a matter of fact. Jeez. And uh, he tweeted out that he just got into Mac Miller's record because it spoke to him because yeah. it's pretty deep and dark. And then he passed. So, like, it, it's pretty crazy the uh, the influence that it, musicians and artists can have and how hard people can take their well, passings. And, 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 you know, like, you know, when you're in a mood or something, you always have that band or that CD that you put on that mm-hmm. kind of helps you get through it. And Mac Miller spoke to me and I know for millions of people out there. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, listen, I walked into him for my wedding. We, yeah. we came yeah. down to knock, knock yeah. on the steps because obviously the Flyers yeah. use that as their victory song for yeah. a few years. Um, so Ashley and I walked into our wedding to Mac Miller. Yeah. So it's got a special yeah. place in our heart Definitely. too. So Mac Miller, 26 years old, way, way too young. I mean, yeah. you're never ready to go in my opinion, but 26 is just too freaking young. Yeah. Right. Rest in peace, Mac. Rest in peace, Mac. Rest in peace, Burt uh, Bert Reynolds. So let's move on to some trivia. Uh, it's 6.5 for me, 4.5 for you. Try to lighten up the show a on little bit now. On a race to 11, win by two. I got a two-point lead. You can't catch up this week, so I'll let you try. I'll go first, Sam. Sounds good. Uh, in the Conjuring universe, mm-hmm. okay, uh, There. what is the last name of the paranormal investigative couples that the series is based around? Considering I've never seen the second, I need the names. You've seen the first one? No, I've never seen a second I've of seen anything. A second. I don't watch gotcha, any gotcha, of these gotcha. movies. Uh, the last names could be Hall. Well, these are real people too, so it's not just for the movie universe. But I still don't know. Uh, I know you're a little baby. You get scared of horror movies. Exactly. So am I. Uh, <laughs> Paranormal investigator's last name: Hall, Warren, Patrick, or Van Housen. I don't like any of it. Go D. What is D? Van Housen. Van Housen is incorrect. It is Warren. It is Le- uh, Lorraine and Ed yeah. Warren. I never had a shot at that question. Um, Something that you actually have a shot at that you might know a little bit of. What's the highest grossing Spider-Man film to date? The original Spider-Man 2 or Homecoming. But I think Homecoming didn't do as well, so I'm not going to go Homecoming. And Garfield counts too. Yeah, no, it could be amazing. The amazing, I would say the first amazing Spider-Man did pretty well. Maybe better than the second one. Definitely better than the second one. So I've got it narrowed down to one, two, amazing, or maybe even amazing two, because I don't think it was Homecoming. I definitely don't think it was three. Watch it be three. I'll be pissed. 
it's funny too. You look through like all the list of Marvel movies before, like grossing. We've done questions before, yeah. and you try to go through your Rolodex. A lot to choose from. Spider Man Two. Final answer? No. Yes. Be pissed. Spider Man Three. <laughs> it made the most. I couldn't believe. It. I was shocked too. I was like. I would have never guessed three. 2020 hindsight, man. It's What were my choices on your list? Spider-Man 1, Spider-Man 3, Amazing Spider-Man, and Homecoming. Homecoming. Damn. I feel like because I said two, didn't I? Yeah. I would have gotten it right if... Well, you, then you. I think you, if you were thinking two, you would have almost been screwed because that wasn't one of the things. <laughs> I literally said watch it be three. Yeah, literally. That's why I said be pissed. It's three. Oh, geez, Louise. All righty. So moving into our biggest stories. We only have one for you today because there was supposed to be a Nintendo Direct. That was canceled and, and moved to, rumors was, say, uh, next Earthquake, Thursday. Right? Uh, and, a typh- and a typhoon. So Jesus a little bit of both. Um, so yeah, they moved that to what looks like next Thursday. They uh, moved the release date of the surprise Splatoon stuff to next Friday. So people are thinking, okay, it's going to be next Thursday. Um, they're supposed to have, not supposed to, Brie Larson tweeted something out that we were ready for as a big story, but it turned out that it's not necessarily a big it, story. It didn't break the internet. No, it didn't. And it's in our movie section. It's our lead movie story out Outside of the two reviews I'm going to read, but it wasn't quite that big. So this leaves us with our only big story of the week, but it's a pretty big one. We have, we both bought Spider-Man for PS4, so we're going to give our impressions. We're going to read the review. I'm going to start with the review. That way we can lead off and say, okay, do we agree with it? Sam and I are, what, three, four hours deep? Dude, I'm not even that far. Okay, I'm about I'm, three hours I'm deep. I'm probably maybe like, two, maybe, I'm, I'm two and a half. Two. I'm probably two. I'm, I'm somewhere between two and a half and three hours deep. So yes, we do not have a full breath on. I'm 11 percent done. That's the percentile at the bottom. Yeah, I don't of my even screen. know what I'm at. I've got every tower. I have 31 backpacks, as you saw, yeah. and I'm on the third story mission. I've actually had done more side missions than story missions. I, but I, that's all you. Like, at least I've seen on Instagram is basically everyone's just swinging around New York, just doing it's side so missions. Fun, it yeah. is, and that's kind of what I'm like. The same. I think I literally did maximum three missions. So this is a longer verdict review. This is IGN's review. So um, I I don't have the score on me. I think it was like. Let me let me actually look it up real quick. I mean, obviously, I'd imagine it's a high score because everyone's been raving about it. Um, it's it's up. It's like a not. And, it wasn't and while, while you're while you're looking for it, I'll when I I obviously pre-ordered mine at GameStop, and they called me at Thursday. At like, yeah, you lucky. They call me Thursday. I think at like three. They're like, oh hey, you know, blah blah. Spider Man's in. Oh, if you want, we're having a nine o'clock release. I was like, oh shit! Like Eagles are coming on. Then Eagles game gets kind of rain delayed. So I was like, oh, shit, let me go. Oh, yeah. See, that worked out for yeah, you. So I didn't even think about perfectly. that. So when I get there, literally nine on the dot, the entire GameStop is packed. Because there's people there from it was NBA 2K19. 2K19. So it was or there. Live but, but obviously 90% of the people were there for Spider-Man. It was absolutely packed. So I waited at the end of the line. Which one? Which GameStop? Oh, uh, the one by uh, Academy. Academy Plaza. So after we, you know, we do that, and you know, I walk out. And I see, would you get Spider-Man? It's our buddy Ion Ryan. Ryan Simmons kind of walking, and he just basically came in from the game to obviously get Spider-Man. Shoot home, basically make it to the game. Only missed like five minutes, and you're like, ah, dude, it's probably like a midnight embargo. You can't do shit. So whatever, I put it in. I let it download. Hour and a half it takes. Yeah, and, it was sixty. It took a lot. Yeah. So, I had to delete three games. I had to delete none. So when halftime came, was it? Let me just see. Boom! It was what nine nine o'clock. 
No, it was you sent me no, a text. Probably, yeah, it was probably like 9 30, 10 o'clock of me playing like bam, right in. No, didn't the game didn't wait. start till 9 05, so it was closer to 10 30, 10, 10 15. Okay, so basically, I beat the first boss that night before anything, so I was like, oh shit, this game's awesome. Yeah, Sam sent me a picture before midnight because I was like, yeah, you're going to get locked out. And then they opened it early, and I was like, holy shit, this guy's playing Spider Man on Thursday. I think that's going to be the trend. Like, movies opened on Fridays, yeah. now some open on Wednesday. Yeah. When he so said I'd 9 o'clock, I was like, what? Yeah, that's probably going to be a yeah. bigger trend yeah. because midnight releases suck. So do the 9 o'clock. It's too late. Get people out there <laughs> earlier, let them play. It's three hours. Yeah. Like, what the hell's the difference yeah. for this? If you can go home at 9 30 and enjoy it and not and, go home and, at 12 30, and to see all the people that, that pre ordered, like the, the statue with it, people bought the, the PS4, our, our buddy uh, Dom actually got a order called walmart yesterday he called like too late so he's picking up literally today to get it so i was like so it's, cool. it's not sold out everywhere so yeah. that's cool so we do have the review for it i wanted marvel spider-man on ps4 to make me feel like spider-man to sail between the high rises of new york city to nimbly web up hordes of enemies and tussle with familiar animal themed villains insomniac games first foray into the world of marvel handily delivers on all of that but what i didn't expect from spider-man was to come away feeling just as fulfilled to have inhibited the life of peter parker aside from a few odd pacing issues which momentarily took me out of the experience of being a super hero side note that's not the only review i've heard yeah that said that uh where are we at uh, in a world of opti- uh, optional missions that don't always quite live up to the heft of the main story i'm cool with that they're side missions for a reason insomniac delivered a spider-man story that both surprised and delighted me coupled with gameplay that made me feel like spider-man nearly every step of the way the wall crawlers open world doesn't consistently deliver on the thrilling moments of its main campaign but the foundation laid here is undoubtedly a spectacular one. No, I know. Eight seven. Eight seven. That's solid. Yeah, and I and I understand where they're coming from in only my short time with the game. I just I'm a big side missions fan. Like God yeah. of War side missions weren't great, but I love them because yeah. I love side missions. Yeah. I just always and, have. and it keeps you going. So you just like you know if you don't want to jump right into the main story right away like us. I know we barely did any missions. We've been doing all the side missions. It's so far what I've played. I've been enjoying it. Yeah, hell yeah, I've been really enjoying it. Like I said, we're about two somewhere between two and a half to three and a half hours into the game. I don't know. I kind of lost track of time, but I have all the towers and all the backpacks. And I was surprised when you came over and said I'm working on the same thing yeah. or that you're working on the same thing um how is it just swinging around new york city for you i mean it, this as, is all spoiler as, free by the and way and as you you know you level up or whatever you get more experience like your your web speed goes up you can swing a little bit faster you know you yeah. can basically just run up a damn wall and shoot off like it's it's like batman on steroids yeah we won't mention any villains we won't mention anything like particular to the story um the side missions really don't spoil anything robberies car chases i did something in central park which was actually really fun but stupid at the same time somebody named stephanie likes to watch birds so i had to chase after birds because they stole my flash drive uh, i would have let it go that one i'd be like ah you're beat <laughs> it, it, it's it's once you get into the mission you have to do it yeah so but i like swinging around so i'm just swinging around um i think the controls took a little bit to get used oh, I'm, to i'm still getting used to them. yeah um you know you have a there's a lot from the combat that it gives you 50 million things because there's different enemy types that you actually have to handle different ways like if it's a brute you can't uh you have to web them up yeah. if it's a guy with a, a melee weapon you can't hit him because he'll block slide you have under to, the shield you have to slide yeah. under shields you gotta with people with guns you gotta web them up because they're shooting you um uh, so, like, I like that there's varied enemy types, but it is very Arkham-esque. Yeah. Very, very Arkham-esque. Even to the point where when you beat your last enemy, it slows 
goes in slow mo. Oh, 100%. Like, that is a thousand percent Rocksteady's Arkham. As you're beating the guys, you're basically tearing the city apart. You're throwing mailboxes. You're throwing everything all over the place. I really like the interactive weapons a lot. Like, there's manhole covers, mailboxes, uh, random things. You hit L1 and R1, you shoot them, you pick them up, you spin them around, and you throw them. That's To me, that's how I take down the brutes usually, just I just throw a mailbox out. That's funny. (laughs) Yeah, there's skill trees, so you can go, you can gain your skills that way. Anytime you level up, you can go to a skill tree, uh, much like every game nowadays days i mean god of war had one borderlands yeah. all these games have skill trees but you can pick out if you want to go web slinging or defense or movement i do a lot of defense and a little bit of movement no offense just yet yeah i didn't even buy anything yet so i've been playing like as it comes so like i have like build up all these skill points and then i'll kind of attack one at the same time just to kind of you know yeah the recommendation because i will really wanted to dive into the side missions like i said i'll take this the main story pretty slowly of course um, i don't want to be forced into anything so it took me even a while to get into the second mission yeah. after you beat that first yeah. that first uh, enemy, Boss. like you were yeah. saying. And uh, I get in there, and it took me a while, but I was like, how do I get these suits? I would just recommend definitely play the second um, story mission if you want to learn more about how the suits work, because that's really cool to see yeah. all the variants that you can get pretty early on in the game. I mean, right in the beginning, you already see basically two bosses right off the bat in the first what 10 minutes of the game mm-hmm. obviously i'm not gonna say who they are but it's it's fun it's definitely like i, I can see how people are spending 30 hours to beat this yeah. just having fun on the side missions now what i'll ask you is the game takes place eight years this isn't spoiler either the game takes place eight years after peter parker's become spider-man yeah. he's not a 15 year old kid who gets bit and it's not an origin story he's post-college yeah, you're he has, adult, a, you're he adult has a job with somebody else yeah. already and he's working with somebody else so uh again won't say who there but he's a he's a grown man and uh and he's had these powers for eight years yeah. is that are you good with that way that they took the story or would you prefer to younger I'm, spider-man I'm, I'm perfectly okay with it. i've had so many obviously movies of him as a young spider-man and like just not it's not even spoiler but some of the backpacks you find it's like oh my old thing or oh my old eye patch the vulture almost you know I was lost my eye over it. Like it's little stuff like that yep, that adds to the story that I appreciate. There's a lot of Easter eggs, a lot yeah. of hidden, but maybe not so hidden things. Um, definitely, we recommend collecting the the backpacks. Not only are there 55 strewn about the city, but they're in your face pretty pretty heavily. They're kind of not that far away. Um, the backpacks, when you get them, you can look inside. They're his from high school that he planted around the city. It's a nice little storytelling yeah. device. But inside each one is an item from high school or from college. And, and it's an easy way to build up your skill set. Like yeah. you're kind of just building up points. You're, it, it, to me, it's practice of getting the controls down, using web over here, running off buildings here, and you know, then you do the um, the towers where you basically you can scan the whole city to find crimes. And all yeah, kind of that, you won't. You have to actually. What I really like about this is you have to unlock the map. Yeah, it's pretty. It's blank until you get to these towers. You unscramble the tower, and then it opens up what the town looks like. So you can get crimes. You can get the backpacks. You can get all that cool stuff. Yeah. Uh, once you unlock the tower, so I that's why my main mission was to get those towers as soon as possible. So I did that. What I really love about the the, the traversal, about the controls, about the mechanics are. We're in the five boroughs of New York, which, by the way, this is the prettiest New York yeah. has ever looked. Spider-Man I'm, I'm looks incredible. See, I'm waiting to see Daredevil in yeah. Hell's Kitchen. Right? Yeah, even Hell's Kitchen's yeah. in there, right? Like some, There are some pieces to the city that are New York authentic and then that are Marvel Universe authentic blended into one really nicely. But let's say I'm all the way at the top northern part of the map and I have to go to the very bottom tip of the map all the way down south. The How fast – and fluent mo- uh, movement and slinging and web slinging and kind of going around takes, it doesn't feel like a schlog no, to get through the city. All. If there was a fast travel mechanic, which I think there might be, 
I don't think I'll use no, it. No, never. I just want to swing around. It never and gets even, old. Like, even when you get more points and stuff like that, you said your web sling, you're going to get faster, faster so right. it's going to be even better. And we've I've, I've noticed it from getting that one from yeah. the first suit you start with to the yeah. newer one that we both have. You do move faster. You do go up walls a little faster. You can wall run. You can climb slowly if you want to. You can uh, shoot, like uh, let's call it like maybe the top of a tower You could or like a – a beacon or something, you can shoot that and zip yourself yeah. right to the top of it. So that's like the L2 R2. Yeah, it's yeah. like parkour almost too. Yeah. You can do a lot of different things here. Spider-Man is extremely nimble, and I like that a lot. He's not stiff. And we still have so many moves yet to even be bought. So like we're I think we're it's we're gonna take our time playing yeah. this game. I'm on level six or seven now with my Spider-Man. You're probably close to I, that too. I, I think I'm four because when I think I want to gotta I, go spend your points, dude. Yeah, and I, exactly. When I went to level four, it was like Web speed increased five percent, so it's yeah. like you're gonna little by little you're gonna gain that speed. And up. when you're uh, swinging around the uh, the streets, or you're climbing up walls, or you're doing the parkour stuff, you actually the game tracks how much you're doing that, and it gives you trophies for that oh, kind yeah. of stuff, and it gives you experience points for that kind of stuff too. So just by not using fast travel, eventually, I don't even know. I don't think we've unlocked that part yet, if there is one. But just like doing that organically will get you better. Will get you faster. Like I've been like running on running up walls, running on the side. Like if you're running on the side, like you hold circle, you could turn the corner. Just keep yeah. on running on the wall. Yeah, so it's like little touches like that. It is. It's really fun. Now there's there's like I can see what they're saying with the pacing stuff. Like there was uh, in a first mission, you're swinging, you're swinging, you're just getting used to the controls, and then they're like, go into a vent for five minutes and just crawl. Yeah, yeah. So like I get the pacing issue, but for me, wasn't a problem. Yeah. Uh, I know that I play Spider-Man to go fast, but it's like Sonic. I don't always have to go fast to enjoy it. Most people do. I don't necessarily need to. I just enjoy it for you know what it is. I didn't find a big and, problem and, with and that. And we're, I think we're so early in the game yet. Like, yeah. it, it didn't bother me at all either. I'm, I'm yeah. perfectly like. If anything, I'm like, okay, let me let me slow down. Let me just get the mechanics down. Let yeah. me figure out what I'm doing here. Yeah, and then like in a few weeks when Sam and I have beaten this, maybe a month, whatever that looks like, however long it takes us, we'll do a full spoiler cast. But we want to give you a chance to beat it. We want to have a chance to beat it where we don't feel rushed into doing so. We want to give the world a chance to beat it. I don't want to be the guy who does spoilers for a video game, a 25-hour video game, after one week because that's really not going to happen. And, and Dom texted me. He's like, damn, this game looks so good. I just watched some gameplay. Like, I'm, I'm really about to buy a PS4. Like, dude, go get the PS4. It's worth it. You get this. Oh, Dom, Dom didn't have a PS4. Dude, so he literally bought the Spider-Man edition PS4 just for this game. I was like, dude, you have the new God of War that came out, new Devil May Cry is coming out in March, mm-hmm. the DBZ game. I was like, there's so many games to play. Like, it's not like just get it for like obviously did get it for Spider-Man, but there's so many more games to add on to this. Well, and Damien, uh, shout out to Damien Check. They just had their baby the other day, uh, Damien and Kim. And as like a little present to himself for becoming a dad yesterday, he went out and bought the PS4 Pro, the Red Spider-Man one. Yeah, he got it from Best Buy. So yeah, because so he was like cool. the game because he asked me that the GameStop had it was like they had a few, and they were basically telling people like, if you want it, you can buy it. Like don't just hold like I guess a few people pre-order. Maybe they had them in the back, mm-hmm. but you could have went to GameStop. But I think they sold out by the time I was like. I got you know my turn. Mm-hmm. But I know Walmart had them. Best Buy had them. I'm sure other stores have them too. Sure, Target. yeah. So like it's it's out there. I mean, it's a good game. The only downfall I see with the game right now is I don't love Peter Parker's voice acting. It gets a little boring. The spider, not boring. Uh, like grindy. I don't really love it. He's not funny or quick like I thought he would be. Like the movie Spider Man's actually do a better job than this guy does. But I do love his little spider cop thing. That was a lot yeah, of fun. That was. But funny. I, I just don't. I don't know. I don't love this Peter Parker's voice acting. But I. It's not like it's a bad thing. I just don't love it. That's all. Yeah, I like I, it. I just he, don't love it. I was. I, I haven't heard anything yet to make me hate his voice or dislike it. Like so far, he's good. Like I, I think. Wait it's till okay. you do some more side missions, especially the Central Park one. Because you got to fly and catch up to birds. You don't do that right away. You're going to be swinging for a while. I'll say, I, I may skip that one. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's uh, 
there's just some of the jokes don't hit for me, but like it's not a bad thing. It just yeah. doesn't hit for me. It's not like they are uh, uh, inappropriate and or offensive. Well, when you're having like a 20 plus hour game, there's got to be something in there that you're like, ah, I could have done without it, there's, that. There's no yeah. boy, boy. Oh, better than Carl, man. <laughs> Carl, nah, dude. God of War's boy. That's that was like my favorite thing. Yeah. Um, but anyway, really good game. Uh, again, only a few hours into it. If we'll you have a PS4, go get blowout. this freaking game. Even if you're not a comic book fan, this is just another amazing PlayStation exclusive. It's what they do. It's what they do best. Their exclusive lineup is probably second to maybe none. Like I said, I think Nintendos are better, but that's my bias yeah. kicking in. Um, in terms of like this gen. Yeah, PlayStation's exclusives don't... Like If, if you like the Batman games, not, dude, not, I, yeah. I think you're going to love these Spider-Man games. Yeah, for lovers of Arkham games, for yeah. lovers of good action games, for lovers of open world games, you don't have to love Marvel. You don't have to love Spider-Man. You don't have to. You can just enjoy a very solid game. Um, again, open world, uh, fun, really exciting combat. I like the combat. It's not easy. No. I've died quite a few oh, times I've, already. I've died a few times. Yeah, so it's uh, it's really good. And it doesn't punish you that bad for dying. You pretty much get thrown right back into it after a pretty yeah. solid, quickly like quick loading screen. There aren't a ton of loading screens when you go around the city. No. So it's I mean, really... it's, it's not God of War, but... Yeah, you know. no, there are loading screens for like missions and stuff. Yeah. But going from any part of the city, it never like loads in or you don't have to hit a loading screen by going from Hell's uh, Kitchen to Brooklyn. You keep so on swinging. You just keep on swinging. Yeah. I appreciate that very much. Overall, great game. We really recommend you pick it up. It's definitely... We pot approved. Hopefully, somebody out there that's writes for us will do a review of it. No pressure. Uh, would love that. But again, we'll do our uh, we'll do our full spoiler yeah. cast on it in a few weeks, maybe up to a month. We want to give our uh, ourselves a, a big time chance to play this. Now it's football season, so like you know, it's Sunday <laughs> mornings for me until like eleven, yeah, and then I'm done. Uh, I, I get myself ready. My body needs to be ready for football. Sam's playing fantasy football for the first time. Ever. And we'll see how that goes. We'll, we'll, we'll see what goes tomorrow. See if I can get some points in and there. Definitely pick up Spider-Man. And we will be right back after this word from our ESO Network Partners. This week on Myopia Defend Your Childhood. Myopia Defend Your Childhood is so named because I believe we are short-sighted on the things we watched as kids. So every week we watch a movie that one of the panelists grew up watching and see if they hold up from comedy to cartoons or to action. And for this season, the last Thursday of each month, we're doing a TV show in our Myopia Morning segments. We watch Saturday morning cartoons and afternoon classics. So find us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. How will you stand when we put your past on trial? Myopia of Inner Childhood is a member of the ESO Network and produced by Dude Letter Podcasting. And we are back with the movies section to start off the main part of the show. Thanks for hanging in there through the Myopia Commercial. Yeah, I think you guessed, I think you said the name right. <laughs> I think it's Myopia, uh, another ESO partner. But again, we start off in the movie section. We have a couple of reviews today, one for The Nun, one for Predator. Let's start off with The Nun. As a piece of the larger Conjuring universe puzzle, The Nun is a fun, if ineffect. Wow. Let's... It's, I didn't start expect a, the word. It's, a horror it's, movie with fun, huh? And, and then ineffectual. Uh, you know, didn't expect that one. If ineffectual history lesson that will provide fans with plenty of dots to connect. On its own merits, the nun stumbles by not delivering any real terror or investment in its characters. Instead, resting on the strong visuals and atmosphere and strangely humor. For fans of the Conjuring franchise, itching for more lore to pour over, will get. Uh, they will get what they came for. But if you were hoping that this would be the scariest film in the franchise, keep praying. 7-0. Five five. Ooh, yeah, that's, no, because I saw pretty consistent. Like I saw a, a Michael Rosemont tweet. He's like, "Please, for the love of God, let the nun be scary." 
So obviously it didn't deliver. <laughs> yeah, this uh, definitely not scary. But I mean, I, my original question to you was, what was the nun, the demon who takes over the nun's name? But I, I figured that was dude. No anything chance. with conjuring nun, dude. I have no shot of knowing. <laughs> There's a creepy scene in the second conjuring where it's like the picture of her, and then like the shadow comes in and then runs out of the wall. That's actually kind of fucked up. But anyway, um, yeah, she's terrifying. But there's not. There's a lot of you know cheap jump scares, but yeah. there's not a lot of like dread or horror or tension yeah. or terror. That sucks. Uh, I know. Um, obviously, horror fans want that, and it, it didn't deliver. That sucks. I, I've seen some ten out of tens, but I think that's a little conjuring bias. It's like for me, I, I don't love Pokemon Let's Go for Switch. I don't love how that's going to use the Pokemon Go mechanic yeah. to catch things. I want to battle and capture, yeah. but I'm still going to love that game. Of course, you know what I mean. It's Pokemon. Uh, I hope I do at least. <laughs> yeah. I am going to keep. Sure an, I am going to keep an open mind. Uh, the Predator is, in many ways, a throwback to what made the 1987 original so beloved. It includes many of the same elements, such as the rowdy camaraderie amongst absurdly macho protagonists, a debu- I don't know that word. Some wit. Uh, I'm going to skip the big word. And a primal battle between man and beast. It's a shame when everything splinters apart in the haphazard and shoddy-looking last half hour, largely derailing what began as a promising entry into the wildly inconsistent franchise. 5-5? Five, 6-5. Five. God damn it. That is our two reviews for the movie section. We have some other reviews later in the show, like Iron Fist and some game stuff. But Brie Larson, she did troll us all. Um, <laughs> she sent out a tweet. I think it was like Wednesday. I think it was Wednesday yeah, night. Was the day before, she yeah. said, hey, E, you know, what do you say? E, we, yeah. I'm bored. What do you say? We break the internet. So Entertainment Weekly. Should have known. I mean, should have known. I mean, since I didn't that's see, a magazine. I didn't see no ass or nothing. So there's obviously <laughs> no breaking no internet there. And it was just like everyone's expecting like – I was expecting at least a teaser trailer. If you're going to say the words "break the internet," I think you're going to show me something rather than what six screenshots, ten, I think maybe. But we were supposed like I again, we should have known with it being EW who she tagged in. It's Entertainment Weekly. It is a magazine, but maybe they would have done the trailer on their website. Yeah, exactly. So we were really oh, hoping right. for a trailer. We, 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 we couldn't didn't hope get for it. a thirty-second teaser. Here we go. Here's a funny story about it. So as as you all know, I work with uh, Brian Thornton of That Kind of Nerds yeah. podcast. And he comes in on Thursday, and he's like, you ready for noon? I said, I'm ready for noon, dude. I don't have anything on my calendar. Can't wait for lunch. (laughs) I don't have anything on my calendar. Let's come on in. Let's let's watch this trailer together. Somebody else overheard us, um, and he came into the conversation. He's like, all right, cool. 12 o'clock. We're meeting. So um, it ended up that I had something on my calendar eventually put on for 12, so I couldn't make it. So I don't find out that there was no trailer until about 12, 15, 12, 20. I texted you, too. Yeah, I didn't see that until way after. Um but I didn't find out until I got after out of this meeting. So I go back and I I'm, I grab them. I'm like, you guys ready? You want to go watch it? And they both had a sad face. They're like, it's, it's not a trailer. So yeah. they do uh, – they have a meeting together, right? I'm not in that meeting. So they're, I see them walk into the meeting room at like, I don't know, 3.30, 3 o'clock. So like has, some time has passed. And I'm like, I got to get these guys. So I walk in. And this was more specifically for Brian. So I walk in and – uh I open the door and it's them two and a bunch of the, the other employees. Trailer dropped. And I was like, Brian, did you see it? He goes, no. It's like, Ben, did you see it? He goes, I saw it. I was like, dude, wasn't it so good? And he's freaking out. Brian's like, what? Where? What? What? What's going on? I was like, dude, she trolled us all. She dropped one. There's a teaser. It's like two minutes. Go check it out. It doesn't show you a ton, but yeah. let's watch it together. So he's like, he tries to put it on in the movie room, or I'm sorry, in the meeting room where everybody is. Yeah. He, he's got his computer hooked up to a, a projector screen. So he's typing it in, typing it in. He's like, I can't find it. I was like, dude, go to this YouTube channel. And I rickrolled. No, I didn't rickroll him. That was somebody else that I rickrolled. And I just, uh, and he's like, you got, you can't be, you can't be lying, you can't be lying. I looked at the other guy. I'm like, I'm kidding. 
<laughs> and he's like, <laughs> you bastard. So uh, Brian turns around. He's like, did you lie to me, G-Hall? I was like, have a good huddle. Oh, God. <laughs> and I close the door and I see, and all I hear is, oh, God, you got me. Like just screaming. <laughs> the papers thrown up in the air. <laughs> Apparently, I shook him for like an hour. Ben came into my office around five. He's like, you really got him with that. Like he well, really dude, believed I mean, you. Dude, when someone proclaims that you're going to break the internet, I mean, I think everyone, their sister, yeah. then people, well, people are bitching. It's like, dude, bitching. It's like, we're just putting yeah. our two cents. You don't say you're going to break the internet and then release seven pictures. I no. went, I went, that's what I did. I went back to my office after that point and then I got the Rickroll YouTube video yeah. and I turned it into a bit.ly. So you okay, can't yeah, see the yeah. name of it. So I bit.ly it to somebody else via work email and he clicked on it and he sent me back a, Funny, a polite F.U. is a good way to put it. Yeah, but uh, no no trailer. We did get some screenshots. We did find out some things about this movie, yeah. however, through these screenshots. I mean, the scrolls and Talos. The, the suit looks good, obviously, for Captain Marvel. I, I yeah. do like it. I see people, some people pitch about it, but I like it. You I find have no out, problem it with Ben Mendelsohn, you find out he's playing Talos, the leader of the scrolls. Yeah, his role was like... We didn't know what his role was going to be for a little while. I did while, see so. someone compare what Piglo looked like in DBZ Evolution <laughs> to the scrolls. I, I thought that was kind of fun. I was like, you're not that wrong. P- Piccolo does kind of look like a scroll. I'll get you there. We had a comment on our uh, on our Instagram when we posted the, the screenshot of the Entertainment Weekly magazine cover with Brie Larson in the full Captain Marvel getup. We did it. Now, I don't know if he's joking. I'd assume he's not because he is a stand-up comedian. So John DeCrosta, uh, we had him on the show. Yeah. Go check out our interview with him. Stand-up comedian. Hilarious. Guy, uh, he commented, "Yes." Oh, I said my, my uh, setup. The piece of it was the internet expects a trailer. We get a magazine cover. Could be worse, I guess. And he goes, "Yes, it just got worse." Captain Marvel ain't no chick, yo. That's some BS. <laughs> That's funny. So John DeCross, yeah, uh, there was no sexism in that. We promise. He's just a fucking yeah. comedian. He's a funny guy. Uh, but anyway, and then you see Dijman Hushman. Huchmanzado, whatever his name TJ is. TJ Huchmanzado, the wide receiver of the Cincinnati Bengals. Digimon. Whatever. <laughs> Digimon, Digimon, Digital Monsters. It's, it's, it's almost spelled the same, but he was in the first Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. He was the bad guy the playing Star-Lord in the, in the beginning, so yeah. that was cool to see him on their team. Yeah, it was uh, – overall, I mean, they're just screenshots. You can't really analyze them unless you look for like little things in the background. I prefer moving pictures. Now it's I'm called thinking, video. Now, I'm thinking, it's like, what if he's just a different actor? He's not even playing that guy he was in – in uh, Guardians, like, is he playing like a div? Now he's a good guy or something? Did they? Just, I, I have to double check his character now. I wonder if anybody has played. I know he played. He was in a couple of good movies. The one with Leo DiCaprio. Didn't he? When we announced, because we oh, reported, Diamond. we reported that he was in this, that he was cast for the movie, and I think when we reported it, was there is somebody out there that I think has played two roles in two Marvel movies, not Josh Brolin. I think MCU movies. Maybe you know what. There was there was a top ten list on the internet of actually like top two? ten actors of who played two people in the MCU. It wasn't Brian Reynolds. MCU. This is MCU only. Yeah, well, um, so, you're still in Blade. Not just Marvel movies. I think there were multiple people, and there's like a lot of them were just like extra characters yeah. and background stuff. Um, I don't think there was many mains, but um, I'd like I'd be interested to see if he plays the same guy because it does take place in the '90s. But I'm sure this can get pretty intergalactic. So. Yeah. I, I mean, know. it makes sense. Why not? I think Brie Larson, again, her suit looks fine. She looks fine. I have no problem with this at all. Yeah, like, I everybody pe- put your beef away. I guess know? people were expecting, I guess, probably the next Comic-Con, obviously, they're probably going to announce a trailer. Well, they had, uh, the next Comic-Con is in San Diego. Yeah, so I imagine that's, that's well, exactly that, what that it's going to be. That comes out next year after the movie's out. Is so it? that's a problem. I thought they don't I show a trailer. Sworn the movie I comes some, out in March. I thought I read something of a con coming this year. That they're, There's they're probably a Comic-Con, but there's not I mean, there's Baltimore Comic-Con, but it's not like big like that. Brian... Uh, predicted that we're getting an Avengers trailer in November. 
because he said that's yeah, the where we got coming the out last, in April. That's where yeah. we got the last last year. We got the yeah, first trailers sense. around November. So I'd imagine it's going to come in October. I think it's going to come before Avengers four. I think it has it's to. because this movie comes out before to. Avengers four. It has 4, to come so out before that. I think a trailer comes out for for Captain Marvel before Avengers four. I don't. I don't mean. I mean the trailer for Avengers four. So I think it the the Captain Marvel trailer comes out in October. Avengers four will come in November. Then Captain Marvel comes in March. And then we know that Avengers 4 got moved up to April. So it just makes sense yeah. from a timeline standpoint. Yeah. But I think we'll see an actual live action trailer for this. I wouldn't be surprised if they unveil it during like a Sunday Night Football I, game or something. He, reg- actually, that makes sense. But I mean, regardless, everyone's going to see this movie. If you're in it for the MCU or the Marvel films, actually, you're movie. Actually, it won't be a Sunday Night Football game because Sunday Night Football is on NBC, which is owned by Comcast, which just lost a bid for Marvel to Disney. So I don't think They're that that's actually butter, yeah. going to happen. Yeah. It will happen on a Fox game maybe because Fox – now owned by Disney. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. That actually might work. Yeah. Maybe that week one sense. week one is on Sunday. Maybe we get one t- tomorrow. Actually, it is. So maybe we get a surprise one tomorrow. I don't think we will. No. But you never know, Sam. You just we never know. Avengers 4 is currently casting for reshoots to finish the movie. They're casting for some new characters, smaller ones, all extras, but they are bringing back some of the main characters as well. Yeah, they did say they're going to add more scenes from Wakanda. I saw Jeremy Renner just post on Instagram, I'm finally back with the crew. So he's obviously back as Hawkeye. Well, Hawkeye or he's going to come back as a different character, which hopefully you'll see. Jimmy Renner? Yeah. Huh. He, like he's... Okay. I don't, I don't want to even want to say yeah, his yeah, title. Yeah, yeah, no. I, I've stayed away like, from In case all, you like don't the, know, I don't want to say I've anything. stayed away from every theory, everything, because yeah. I still haven't seen Ant-Man, so I still don't even know the end credit scene or any spoiler stuff. Mm-hmm. I've stayed away from everything Avengers yeah. 4 related. I'm proud of myself You, you have to see so. Ant-Man the Lost. I, I, it's, it's happening sooner than you think. Yeah. So it, I will see it. And I will love it, and I will be very excited about it. Um, although Amazon and everywhere else did cancel my pre-order for Won't You Be My Neighbor, and I can't find it really? on Blu-ray anywhere. I can only find the DVD. That's another story for another day. Yeah. Uh, Jay Oliva, he actually um, directed The Dark Knight Returns. Not Rises, the Returns. It's an animated, I think. He directed that. He says that Ben Affleck's Batman script was the best script for Batman yet. And then Deathstroke, our boy Joe Manganiello, he uh, wrote that little green check mark emoji. So he yeah, apparently thought, agrees. Yeah, it was like that or like a thumbs up or something. It was like the that. little green check. And it, it sucks because I really wanted to see this the way they set up. Like I think obviously I don't give a shit about Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor. I think that's he's garbage. But I really wanted to see Joe Manganiello as Deathstroke. I really hope somehow he comes back as Deathstroke. In the Batman movie. Somehow. Yeah. Well, it's good to see that, you know. He, uh, he, I he thought would, he looked awesome in the suit. He's big enough. He's, he looked like him. It, it, dude, where there's smoke. Like, you know, obviously it's social media. They have the freedom to comment. But when you're that big and you're also in the universe, any comment you ever write anywhere is going to be analyzed yeah. a million ways to Sunday. Hence and, why we're reporting And there was it. a lot of people saying that his his script was freaking awesome. So it just sucks that we'll never get to I'm see sure it. his script probably included Deathstroke. Oh, of course. <laughs> so Probably among other things, yeah. you know. So it, it just sucks. Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan says that playing Lobo would be fun. Quote, he's a badass. Yeah, Boss Logic on Instagram. He always does like makes people Mash look like stuff, the, yeah. the cat dude he, he like as jeffrey d morgan as lobo i think he could pull it off he does look badass if you get lucille in there that'd be sweet no freak lucille <laughs> freak the damn <laughs> when norman reedus was asked which superhero he'd like to play uh he chose ghost rider and silver surfer i'd prefer him ghost rider over silver surfer because yeah, nick cage no, that just—I think he's obviously—he's a huge motorcycle guy, and I think that that role fits him. Silver Surfer. I can't imagine Norman Reedus as Silver Surfer. Silver Surfer is more like a tall, super skinny, lanky guy. See, it's all CGI. I, yeah, so I just couldn't—I couldn't see him as that. But Ghost Rider, I'm down, hundred percent. Aquaman has been officially given a PG-13 rating. 
And I don't think that's no surprise. They were never going for rated R anyway, so I think that's the perfect rating. So I'm sure there's going to be some killing in there. Yeah, I don't think we were expecting anything other than that. S.J. Clarkson is being eyed for the Bond 25 director. That would be the first uh, female director in series history. Okay, that's pretty cool. I hey, I, I obviously like most people. I'm pretty sure they don't have no beef in it. You getting a female Bond eventually? Well, I mean, first you had that. At first, people were saying they want the Af- Af- African American Bond. They want a female Bond. Yep. Whatever you do, we'll, just, we'll take it. Might as well just have both. Just, just let Daniel Craig get hopefully one or two more as Bond. Incredibles two is the first animated film to cross six hundred million dollars domestically, which is honestly a huge surprise for me because I would have sworn it would have been Toy Story three. Yeah, I, I'm actually shocked that this this I still have to see this one. I, I was late. I missed it in theaters. The first one was freaking hilarious. So yeah. the second movie behind that it beat out was Finding Dory. There's a possible Thundercats movie coming from Michael Bay and Ryan Reynolds to Netflix. We had an, uh, previously reported this that there was a Michael Bay Ryan Reynolds movie coming to Netflix. Yeah. And it was six something. There was like a yeah, different movie the, for it. They gave it like a code name or yeah. something. And it might hey listen, it might not actually be a Thundercats movie. It might be six something. But they're saying that that six something is the code name yeah. for a Thundercats movie, which would be a whole ton of fun. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I think Reynolds would have to bulk up a little bit more, especially if he's going to play Lion. It's just Larry Kennedy, to me, is the voice of, like, any other voice but him is so tough. It's, he's iconic it's, for that. I mean, they did the animated show that went one season with Will Friedel was, was Lion, which was okay. Sure. But it, it wasn't a Larry Kennedy. But if Ryan Reynolds can become Pikachu, he can I, become I, I, Lion. Dude, he just has to have this, this powerful voice. I, I, I just don't know if he could do it. Um, I mean, I'm down. I would watch it 100% because I love the Thundercats. Maybe if he does that guttural voice for Pikachu, that, yeah, where's my cigarettes? No, I don't. I don't Maybe he'll I don't bring want, that into well, Lionel. I don't want Lionel to sound anything like what <laughs> you just Lionel did. Maybe Lionel will have COPD. <laughs> unless unless he just practices Larry Kenny's voice, then I'll accept it. Steve, uh, Steve Gutenberg says that there's a new Police Academy movie coming, which is really funny, but we do not know anything else yeah, besides, about it. Besides, yeah, the first one came out, what, in the 80s? I believe so. Yeah. There was like six of them. Yeah, so. it was a comedy. It was, you know, a fun, funny movie. So, I mean, hey. Steve Gutenberg. Okay. I like Steve Gutenberg. Yeah. He hasn't been around in a while. Exactly. He's been quiet. What's your favorite Steve Gutenberg movie? Harry, 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 Harry. Police Academy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with It Takes Two with the Olsen twins. God forbid. You know who else was in that? Kirstie Alley. God forbid. <laughs> uh, what am I looking for? August 1st to September 3rd, right? August? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm looking for. August 31st to September 3rd for our box office for this past week. The box office in our screenshot, 22, number 22 being The Wife. Ant-Man hanging to strong at number 18. Uh, let's see. Incredibles 2 is still number 11, but number 10 dropping all the way from number 5 at $4.8 million is Mile 22. Number 9 falling from number 3. What a mighty collapse this was. Continuing to bomb at $5.3 million is The Happy Time Murders. Yeah, big bomb. Big bomb. Would have loved to see that movie do well. (laughs) Be different. Don't be the same character in every movie. Maybe you might do better. Go back to Michael Motley. And staying at number eight at 5.6 million Black Klansmen continues to get actual rave reviews. Uh, up from number seven, I'm sorry, staying at number seven. Number eight, number seven, and number six are all the same from last week. And number two and number one. Uh, number seven is Alpha at six million. Staying at number six at 7.2 is Disney's Christopher Robin. Number five, all the way up from number 22. So a big leap forward. But we knew that because it was in a limited release before. And now it is in a worldwide release. Searching at at 7.6. So great job. That movie is apparently incredible. I got to see that. Really want to see that movie. I love thrillery type stuff like that. So I'm really good with that. New to the list. The only movie on the top 10 new to the list at 7.8 at number four is Operation Finale. Uh, Number three, falling from number four is, I'm sorry, rising from number four. My bad. 
Wow. Uh, 9.3 is Mission Impossible Fallouts. They're still doing well. Surge. Okay. And then at 13.8, still hanging around is the Meg. Doing well still. Dude, it did great doing at the well box still. office. And then doing even better at the box office. More than doubling it. Staying at number one. Both from Warner Brothers again for the third straight week. Crazy Rich Asians at 28.5. Damn, good for them. That's, so, I, I got another movie I got to see. They're, dude, those two movies. Warner Brothers is doing, or WB, however you want to say yeah. it, is doing really well right now at the summer box office. And that movie, Crazy Rich Asians, is making a lot more money than anybody thought it would. Ashley's parents saw the Meg. And my parents saw the Meg, and they loved and it. I still haven't. My mom said you she jumped out of her chair. Embarrassed. She's jumped out of her chair four times. Now it, she's easily scared. Yeah, she. But hey, but it was a good movie. I liked it. I'm, I listen, Ma. I appreciate hey, you. If if you like Deep Blue Sea, you're gonna like the Meg. Uh, coming soon to theaters this week, we have The Predator, A Simple Favor, Patient Zero, <laughs> White Boy Rich. Oh, I'm sorry, White Boy Rick, uh, Mandy, The Children Act, Final Score, Lizzie. Unbroken Path to Redemption, The Angel, and Bel Canto. Yeah, I think we're all set. Yeah, <laughs> Megan, Crazy Rich Asians for the win again. Yeah, I hope it's not ser- Predator. Searching, yeah, Predator. I don't think it's going to. do I that think good. Searching's probably going to continue to rise I up hope, the box office. I hope. I want to see that. Yeah, I think we all hope that Searching does do well at the box office. It's got a great premise and. Apparently living up to the hype. And it's John Cho. We're going to skip over to the TV section now for Sam's impressions of the first six episodes of Iron Fist Season 2. Yeah, so obviously the first season had 13. And that was Sam's impressions. (laughs) (laughs) So obviously the first season had 13 episodes. The second season they dropped it to 10, which I actually think they probably should start doing to all seasons. Because sometimes 13 just seems a little, they get drawn out a little slow. I think 10's quick to the point. So I watched the first six. Um, I, I would say right off the bat, it's way better than season one Mm -hmm. they actually had time to prepare for these action sequences again when you see like the flashback when it's him and davos and they got like the the yellow bandana like iron fist and i thought it looked freaking awesome um even um what's her name um uh, jessica henwick who plays colleen wing her fight scenes i think it was in episode five she is a badass fight scene against three three women and that was freaking sick um sasha was dalwin he plays davos aka steel serpent where eventually you know he You'll, you'll get to that point later. But the person who surprised me the most, Alice Eve, as uh, Typhoon Mary, because obviously she has multiple personalities and kind of night and day. And obviously you only see her in like stupid like rom-coms and stupid comedies like that. So this kind of like, I had a whole new look on her because I just never seen her in this type of role with action scenes and basically craziness. So I, I, I think, and even what's his name? Um, Danny Rand, what the hell's his freaking name? Finn Jones. Finn Jones. He looks more comfortable in the role, kind of where he where he left off, kind of in um, Luke Cage. You kind of get a better feel of Iron Fist. I just, I think, actually, I think all the actors involved just seem more comfortable in the role. It's not just as slow and kind of forced as the first season was. Alice, I'm sorry, Alice, uh, Eve. Alice Eve. This the con is on. The stolen. Please stand by. She's in one episode of Black. The one with Jay Barishall. She's in that movie. She's in Entourage movie she's uncredited in it but night at the museum secret of the tomb she's uncredited as herself star trek into darkness uh decoding annie parker men in black three she's young agent o entourage she's in there for four episodes sex in the city two she's erin she's out of my league yeah, that's that's what jay barishall yeah uh, she's in she's molly she's out of my league so she's in some yeah definitely wouldn't expect her to be in a marvel as a no, as, as a freaking as, as massive this character yeah. i mean so i watched the first six i didn't there they do mention kind of they mentioned daredevil 
but you don't like I haven't seen any actually you do see one character so far from another previous show I don't I won't spoil it who it is but I did obviously read that there is an the big headline I says everyone has to watch the last fight scene of Iron Fist of episode 10 of season 2 and then obviously the end credits has something to do with Daredevil. Mm-hmm. So I didn't, obviously didn't see that yet. I only have four left. It was it was tough because... And that alone will get people to watch it. It, it dropped the same day as Spider-Man. So mm-hmm. yesterday I was basically, all right, let's play a little half-hour Spider-Man, two episodes Iron Fist. Half-hour back to Spider-Man, two more episodes Iron Fist. I just wanted to like just, just dip my toe in because just in case, because people on Instagram and Facebook, they like to just post spoilers sometimes. I fucking get pissed when that happens. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather rush to see it first than, than get spoiled. Well, I watched all of season one of Iron Fist and watched the first six episodes of season two just so I could surprise you yeah. and give you my impressions as well. And what did you think? I didn't actually watch. I was gonna, I was sorry, I know you didn't. Number one, because you had shit to do yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I, I took off but, for a good reason. I mean, I I think everyone shout would, out to I, that person. I think everyone would agree that season two is a lot better than season one. Um, people are saying it is better. I mean, the overall impression that it is better. Some people say it's still not great. It's got some places to go, but it is definitely a marked improvement. Um, some people it's, are like Forbes is saying it's just an improvement. Comic book is okay. It's better than Jessica Jones season two. I'm I'll sure tell you that for I'm, sure. What about Luke Cage season two? I would say probably yeah. What about Daredevil season two? No, because that's one. That, come on, what you about introduced Punisher. Pun- you in, you inter- well, Punisher didn't get a season. It's, no, no, it's one. not there. That's yet. why I didn't say season two. Well, I, I don't know. I, I liked one with, with Punisher because it was it was different. You know, What's you, better, Iron Fist season two or The Defenders? Uh, I, it, it's tough because it, the whole team's there together. But as a whole, so far, I kind of like where Iron Fist season two storyline is leading. So cool. I'm, and I'm you're pretty, not even done. So you still I have four got episodes, episodes to go, which it'll, it'll, you'll get my full impression next week. Yeah. And there you go. So there's Sam's Iron Fist impressions. We have the IGN review of it. Although, I, like I said, Forbes has a review and GameSpot and ComicBook.com. And they're all, this is better than yeah, season one. Every person I've talked to agreed with me saying it's a lot better than season one. In Iron Fist season two, the supporting characters are once again more compelling than the hero, but a shortened episode order and a more personal villain help maintain the show's momentum. And unlike most of the other Marvel Netflix shows, this season marks a real tangible evolution in Danny that offers intriguing possibilities for season three. Much like our hero, it's clear that this series still has to share its growing pains to work through, but season two at least is a step in the right direction. 7-0. Exactly. Boom. And, and I, mean, I think a, you agree great. with that's that. A, that's, a, that's about right. That's, agree. It's pretty much on point and, with what you said. And me, I and I love the Iron Fist like comic book. So, sure. so to me, like they needed this. Sure. Again, don't give the actors more than two weeks of stunt training in the first season. So yeah. obviously there's the improvement. Yep. Uh, Henry Cavill has been cast as Geralt for the Witcher Netflix series. Which Talk is, about huge. Which is freaking awesome. I believe, again, it was Boss Logic like a month or two ago, kind of threw him in. And just the odds that I think even Netflix tweeted like, Oh, well, once you showed us that, it's like, we had to do something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn. And, like, come to find out, Henry Cavill's, like, actually, like, a pretty big, like... Gamer? Gamer, like, a, just, like, kind of a nerd would. I was like, oh, yeah. shit, I had no idea. And The Witcher seems to be a game that's, like, right up his alley. The Witcher is a fantastic yeah, he, he game. He, he said he went back and, and beat the last one. Yeah, specifically, I, I The Witcher yeah. 3 yep. is specifically a really fantastic game. You just have to have 120 hours to sink into it. Well, after you know you complete a film and you may be off for a month, he could sink, he could sink, his, sink his teeth into Is he that. in a relationship or married or no, anything? I believe he's single. Oh, so yeah, he's definitely got time to be Geralt. Why, why not? Yo, after you film God knows from Mission Impossible for probably six months. Yeah, apparently the uh, the TV series also has like a release window. 
two. Yeah, 2019. Yeah, sometime in Which was awesome. Like, yeah. uh, rather than 2020, 2021, obviously. Yeah, so again, we have our Geralt, so we have our main character. We have a release window. Things are starting to come together for this. And, we have a script. Yeah, and me, never played any of the games. I'm all in for this TV show. <laughs> and I think you're going to like it. Yeah. You're going to like oh, it a lot. 100%? Yeah, I'm all in as well. And I didn't I've see only a played, second. I get to, I, my review, I love it. I've played about five hours or so of The Witcher 3, and at that time, I just couldn't invest all the hours. It was that or Breath but, of the Wild. But now it's time went, to invest your time in this Spider-Man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then it'll be time for Super and, Mario and Which Party, is the main reason then, why then, I haven't then, started then. the Uncharted 5. Because yeah. I knew, I was like, I would have at it's least... not Uncharted 5. It's the Lost Legacy. It's basically... Don't ever call it a main canon game. It is a spin-off. Nathan Drake isn't even in it. Well, uh, spoilers. <laughs> it's not a spoiler. It is. God forbid he could have cameoed at the end. I, I don't know because I didn't beat it. Uh, oh, we have a review for the per- – you're going to beat it before I do. You're damn right. You have my copy. Yeah. So I physically can't beat it before you. I'm sure you <laughs> the Purge. This is a review for the uh, first episode of the new 10-episode miniseries on USA for The Purge. Apparently, it's oh, better USA. than the movies. Is it real? Okay. All right. Let's Apparently, see. The Purge didn't really put its absolute best Purge foot forward with this premiere, offering a blend of stories that range from brutal to boring, but hopefully the slower stories featuring characters who are ostensibly safe from precautious Purge activity ramp up soon and go for broke. The most interesting part about the Purge franchise, even more than it being a cautionary tale, is that there are countless stories to tell. Let's hope they pay dividends. 6-5? 7-1. Uh, apparently, it is... Overall, a pretty good well, miniseries. I'm sure from off the bat, it's probably better than the first one because I did not like the first one with Ethan Hawke. Mm-hmm. But the next two with Frank Grillo, I freaking loved. Jamie Lannister's actor, he's got a very Russian name, N- Nikolai, Nikolai something or other. Yeah. Nikolai Lannister uh, has hmm. been forced to pay $2 million for a breach of contract over commissions, o- commissions owed to his former manager. Wow. He fired her via email. Ooh. Did you read the story? I, I didn't read the yeah, story. He fired her via email, and because there was no verbal, I'm moving past this. Yeah. I'm just. It was via email. Seems like a stu- it, seems it, like there a was no actual mistake. verbal. There was no actual verbal breach of contract. I mean, or not obviously, breach, I'm sure two, obviously two million is a lot of money, but all the money. It's two I'm episodes. Sure, I'm sure he made on Game of Thrones. I'm sure he's fine. But it's two but whole again, episodes with taxes. That's a lot of money. The Lannister always pays his debts. I wonder if that's like, if that's going to be an upfront thing. Or if that's going to be an annuity over, over years. Time. I mean, I'd imagine it's over it. time. Can I do a payment plan? <laughs> <laughs> I know I broke our contract. But if I could repay you just over time. Give like, me it, five years. It, I guess could get it out I'd of the way. I'd prefer that, get, first of all. Get it, over the, get it out of the way now before the new season drops. Because you don't want that like drama to freaking follow the, the final season of the show. $10 you million know? Dollars up front or $7 million over 10 years. What do you take? Wait, say that again? Actually, I'm going to spread it out more than 10 years. $10 million in cash now. Or seven million dollars spread over like twenty years. No, I want the ten million. I don't. I'll give invest me the seven. I'll invest million. in it. Give me the seven. I million. would invest. You might. I won't. I'll spend it. So give me the seven. So what million I would do? I would take smaller. Chunks. I would take one million yeah. for me. Well, you, you're ten million. Well, first of all, your ten million would be taxed up front. You'd get like five, six, maybe six five. Sorry, I take one million. Yeah, and all the other I invest. <sighs> I, I would just. I don't. I'm only thirty. If I was, to, if you were to tell me until I'm fifty, I get like dude, I would invest hundred thousand bucks a year, or like every other, you know, I would invest five hundred thousand a year. Projects. If you gave me five hundred thousand a year over the next twenty years instead of ten million upfront, I'd take it because that's enough for me. 
I could get a house. I can get a new car. I could pay off all my student debt. I can pay I, off her but, student but debt, me, my kids' future student debt. I could be debt. dead in two years. Why so I never even see that? It doesn't matter. Because then, then guess lost, what? Money's lost. No, my family's it. fighting over 10. I'd rather them then not. Then they don't save for 20 years. I'd rather, I'd rather get it over the time and say, Ryan gets it this month. Ashley gets it this month. My mom gets it this month. My You're dad this beat. month. <laughs> Dude, I, I don't know. I'd take the annuity option. I don't want the – dude, you see people just win the lottery and but, go broke but, but two number or three one, years. I wouldn't, They're on the side of the road. They got track <coughs> marks. I don't want to do I wouldn't, that. I wouldn't make an announcement saying, guys, look at all this money. You wouldn't even know I'm rich. Yeah, That's but the news, the, news, the news would cover it. I know I didn't. It's not a lottery hit, so the news wouldn't cover exactly. that. So you'd get the money, however. Exactly. But yeah, I mean, but you know, you post a lot of things on social media. You you couldn't. But that's social you, media. But I would have to change things up. Then things wouldn't be at my house. Then I would be getting a safety deposit box, and it would be in a vault. You, just, you would just have to remember. You post a lot of like your house when you're doing your comic book stuff. Yeah. Maybe if you get a mansion, you don't want to do that. I would probably dig a moat and there have you alligators. You know what I mean? <laughs> Len Wiseman is going to direct the Swamp Thing show for the DC Universe. Which, fun fact, every pilot he ever directed got ordered to series. Fun fact of Len Wiseman. He did, um, was it... Um, uh, was it <laughs> You snapped in my cat. And the cat came. I think he did, was it the C- C- Miami or the one with freaking... Miami Vice? No, no, the one Miami with freaking um, uh, Chris O'Donnell and the hell's the other rapper? Vanilla Ice, no, Ice Cube, no, the Ice T. God damn it! What is his? God, he was in. He was in Deep Blue Sea. Um, LL Cool J. Cool That's it. God damn it! <laughs> and obviously, he directed Underworld, Underworld Evolution. He freaking executive produced all these films. So hey, in him is Swamp Thing. I have complete faith. Brooklyn Nine Nine season six is getting five more episodes, and they're now doing eighteen total. Th- and that was saved by what Netflix. Uh, Netflix or Hulu. One Say, of someone saved the show. Hey, people love the show, and I've seen a few clips of it. And it was pretty funny. Ballers and Insecure have both been renewed by HBO. Do Ballers? The season of fun. Dude, the ball- season of Ballers is fun. Dude, it's a, every, I think every season is fun. Just last, with- the last season when they were trying to get the team to Oakland or Vegas, it was like, okay, we know but where it, it's going. It, it had, it had it. its moments fun. Yeah. Hey, if you liked Honorage, you'll, you'll freaking love this show. Uh, on to the gaming section. Mega Man 11 drops a surprise demo on Switch for free, also on Xbox One and PS4. The reason that it was dropped was because Nintendo, like we said, there was supposed to be a Direct coming this past Thursday. And during that Direct, we were going to get the announcement of, here's a new stage, here's a new Robot Master. And by the way, a demo's available now. But that's already planned, yeah. so they had to do it. Yeah. So they just tweeted something out like right before the Eagles game, and they were like... It's out. I went on Twitter. I was like, there's a weather delay. This is happening right fucking now. You text me all in bowling. Mega Man is out now. Mega Man 11 demo. I beat it. You've played it. Let's talk about it. Yeah, it was, you know, I haven't played a Mega Man game in a while. And I told you before we started, I was like, I I have to try it out. Mm -hmm. And it was harder than I thought. Maybe just I'm I'm rusty in my. You also picked normal when you had two options below that. I I always. Any game game I pick, it's. I picked the second hardest difficulty for the demo, so I'm proud of you. And, you know, obviously, you know, after the first time I died, I played again and I got. I don't know if it was to even beat the first jump. (laughs) I just heard. Ah! ah, It was tough. I was like, yo, how do you fire this blast? But again, once I I kind of got the hang of it. You're like a platforming guy. You got to get used to And the handheld. Christ, my Vita's been turned on. I don't think this year. <laughs> yeah. So you got you got other things that you yeah. play, and you kind of got to get used to the controls. But, totally understand. But it, it was fun. I mean, you also held the switch upside down for the first exactly. minute. Exactly. So that it. shows you my. I didn't want to. I didn't want to tell you because I was like, I was like, press the on button. You were looking for the on button. I was like, it's upside down. <laughs> yeah, that, that, go, that shows you my but, switch knowledge. But I will tell you this: you made a better point though, because I would have preferred the charger to be on the top because when it's on the bottom, you can't do anything. You yeah. can't dock it because yeah. it's on the bottom and it pushes it yeah. over. So yeah, I actually would. 
prefer the way you had it on the top because that and, makes more and it kind of felt comfortable in my hands more too, aerodynamic that way but uh yeah what do you think about the new art style Mega Man is not an 8-bit yeah. sprite anymore I, I like He's, it I like it it's I mean, like kind it, of it's, 2D 3D we're in a newer age man we, we're, yeah. we can't go I mean of course we'll always have that the memories of him looking old school in the 8-bit but I, I liked it I liked the change I thought Having the, the, the dog, of anything with Rush. a dog, I'll freaking love. Yeah, Rush. And I he's thought always that was been, cool. Yeah, Rush has always been in the games. He's always been like an accomplice. But now the demo gives you Rush. You usually yeah, have to unlock You press what, B or something, he pops uh, up? Why? And you get the Rush coil, which is the spring to get the higher platforms. Um, I'm sure that'll be unlockable early in the game. Usually after you beat like the first stage or two, you'll get Rush. And, and after you get the Robot Masters. So they give you two Robot Master powers. Yeah. Um, I don't know the names of the Robot Masters, but you were loving them. Yeah, of course, because I'm messing up with killing people like basically one shot them. Yeah, rather yeah. than just you know shooting your little your BB Buster. gun, you know. <laughs> uh, I do. I like the new art style. I hate that he talks. I always will. I don't need him screaming when he yeah. dies. It's just annoying. Yes. Ah, ah, ah. You just you just evaporated. How are you still talking? You shouldn't have a voice, but that's okay. Um, he echoed. Yeah, on I the way say. down. He like calls for the rush coil. He's like rush coil. I'm like, don't need that. Just do it. Yeah. But yeah, I I mean, whatever. What are you gonna do? Gonna the, hype, the they have your money regardless. Oh, it's already pre-ordered. Um, exactly. on Amazon the physical <laughs> switch copy and I, I dude I love it it's just it's Mega Man it's classic 2D he's one of your favorites they I know added that. those two gears to either slow down time or make your Mega Buster more powerful so like they added something to that there's it, you didn't get to this part in the demo but there's a pretty difficult part with uh, the uh, you know how you were running and the, there was conveyor belts so you were slowed yeah. down or speed up there's part where there's conveyor belts but there's a giant let's just call it like a you know like a where you put a tree into the back of the thing yeah. and it just like zoom, yeah, see you later. Sucked in. Think yeah. about that just spinning after you. So like if you get touched, you're done. Instantly dead. But obstacles drop down in front of you. So you only have a limited time because this thing's That's chasing tough. you and you got to get through obstacles and slide and shoot and platform through them. It was really I, – I died. Did you make it to the end? Yeah, I beat the demo. I died – six seven times on yeah. that part before i finally got through it it was frustrating it's frustrating so i know that i'm gonna love uh the, the game when it comes out i love that the bosses have phases now you can't just kill them in two seconds there's actually like i got uh, block man all the way down to half health and then he turned into this giant thing um so i was like holy shit i gotta adapt here so it was a new style of Mega Man, a new age of Mega Man. but the good old blue bomber really really looking forward to it it comes out i think in october i think it's next month already you'll so, have you'll have spider-man yeah. beat by that um i hope to yeah, I hope get, to have Spider-Man beat by at least the next two weeks. weeks. Yeah, at least two, three weeks. And you figure, again, you have to account the new Pokemon game coming out. There's November, a lot of games coming out. Yeah, then Smash in December, Mario Party in uh, in September, October. Um, that's more of like a, I play a couple yeah. of games solo, but that's more for friends. I yeah. hope Ashley and I play that together. That'd be a fun game for us. Uh, there will be the Nintendo Direct coming very soon. We wanted to make that our lead story. We wanted to make, you know, break the whole thing down as we always do, do our top three parts of the Direct. But the good news is it'll probably be available for next week's podcast, yeah. which we're looking forward to because, again, it got delayed. And now since we're dropping this episode Monday, I think earlier in the show I said Sunday. Yeah. But what I actually meant to say was Monday. That's when we normally drop bonus episodes. So we're just going to flip the order around is – Listen, if a direct happened on Thursday and we're not talking about it till Monday, it's old news. But if this direct happens next Thursday and we talk about it next Saturday, boom, it'll be That's fresh. Saturday, it'll yeah. be great. We'll talk about it. We'll have a full breakdown of the Nintendo Direct next week. But it looks like Nintendo accidentally leaked the title for the, that Yoshi game that they unveiled. Yeah. And it looks like it's going to be called Yoshi's Crafted World. How do you feel about that? Um the old games were Yoshi's Woolly World, where it was like the the stitched looked like he was knitted. Uh, this it's 
like it's cardboard and stuff. So I get it. You're actually crafting the yeah. world. I, I totally understand it. I think the name makes sense. Um, it's actually a game I was probably going to pick up anyway. Oh I, really? I, I, I really I, I like Yoshi. Okay. I really like Yoshi games. They're like they're just fun, cute little platformers. Uh, it depends if it's difficult and long. I'll buy it. If it's just like a Kirby where it's short and easy, I'll, I'm kind of probably I'm probably going to pass at sixty bucks, maybe forty as a price point. I'll, I'll move for that. Um, so I don't know. It really kind of depends. Yeah, because I was never like a big like. Of course, the you know, I, I like Yoshi a little bit and like Smash and stuff, but like I, I don't even remember playing the Yoshi games. Um, there are there's uh, Yoshi's story on Super Nintendo where uh, Baby Mario gets trapped and anytime he hits or not trapped he's with you and anytime you get hit he starts crying really loudly in a bubble and you have to save him. It's like a meme on the internet. It's like really no, fucking no, annoying. No wonder why I didn't play. But it. <laughs> Yoshi on sixty four is like Ashley's favorite game. She plays it all okay. the fucking time. So yeah, we have some connection yeah. to Yoshi in this house. Yeah, definitely more than me. Uh, here's a review for NBA Live two thousand nineteen, which had Joel Embiid on the cover. Uh, so I was pleasantly surprised by how much I liked playing NBA Live 19. The core basketball game and its various modes offer plenty of chances to have a fun basketball experience. The new animation system makes action on the court look and act more realistic than ever, and a robust training mode gives plenty of opportunity to improve. Unfortunately, lifeless, canned commentary... And little in the way of capturing the feel of basketball culture holds NBA Live 2K9, or I'm sorry, NBA Live 19 back. Different game. In a world of basketball games, it's Eastern Conference's 2K versus, oh, I'm sorry. It's the Eastern Conference to the 2K's Western Conference. Good, but at the end of the season, the odds are heavily in the opponent's favor. 7-5? 7-9. NBA Live has been shit on for years and years, so at least it's nice to see that this is an improvement in the series. Uh, because, damn, a 7-9 is an improvement. <laughs> yeah, because this was like 3 and 4, like a broken mess of nothing. Oh. 2K is the king of basketball games. So it's nice to see that Live is making a comeback. THQ Nordic acquires the king, the Kingdom of Amalur franchise from 38 Studios. Yeah, I wasn't familiar. I think I even texted. I was like, I'm not familiar. And I'm almost positive that this is the game Kurt Schilling, the former Phillies pitcher. Red Sox. The former Philly? Yeah, no, the Red Sox, the Bloody Sox. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he played for the Red <laughs> hey, Sox I know, I know. when that happened. Um, Diamondbacks, he won a World Series with, yeah. went to the Phillies. I uh, was drafted by the Phillies, I'm sorry. was on the 93 team. Um, 38 Studios, I think, is his company because 38 was his number. So I'm almost positive that makes sense. That makes Kurt sense. Schilling's. I'm actually just going to look that up because if we're talking about it for two minutes and it turns out it's not it's like we are We are way off. We are it has just nothing like, so, to do with Kurt I know, Schilling. like, randomly he made a um, – he made like a game studio in like 2004 or five, just random. I was like, Kurt Schilling. Yeah, that it just sounds odd. Um, I hope it is. That'd be cool. Let's see. Because I saw people on Twitter that they were hype about it. Yep, 38 Studios. Wow. Formerly Green Monster Games LLC was an American company founded in 2006 by Major League Baseball pitcher Kurt Schilling, Holy named shit. after his. Job. That would have been a good trivia question. Hey man, I don't know how I remember that. <laughs> Because yeah, Kingdom of Am- I, re- I remember he made some weird fucking game, and I know that it was Kingdom of something, so this made sense to me, where I saw Kingdom of Amalur, and I was like, oh my god, Kurt Schilling. <clears throat> anyway, Sega announces that they are bringing the original Valkyria Chronicles to Switch for only $20 on October 16th. So if you're a fan of the Valkyria Chronicles series, the first one is coming, uh, courtesy of Sega. Sid Meier's Civilization VI is also coming to Switch, and that's what's coming to Switch. But, I texted you earlier in the week... Anthem will be releasing a demo, free demo, on PS4 and Xbox One on February 1st. And the quote was, this is not a beta. This demo is a demo. So it looks like it's going to be pretty damn close to the final version that we're going to be playing. You plan on picking that demo up? Of course. 
Free is for me. And you said Anthem was like your game of E3 two Dude, years I, ago? Dude, I thought it looked freaking beautiful. Yeah. I, I, ha- I have to play, especially what, February 1st? I have to play. Here's even better for you, wait, Sam. Oh, wait, sorry, quick question for you. Yep. What do you play it on, PS4 or Xbox? <clears throat> you know. Right, because obviously I only have a PlayStation, so that's an easy one for me. You know, um, I'm loving the, P- the Xbox One S in the other room, and I'm in that room a lot. But games tend to look better on this TV, so I'll probably play it on my PS4. Makes sense. Okay. Yeah, probably play it on my PS4. Well, you're here for Spider-Man, so. And all story DLC for the game will be free. That's awesome. That's enormous news. That's really good news for gaming and really good news that and, and EA that, and that's for both, is doing for something PlayStation like this. and Xbox. Yeah. It looks like it's great that EA is finally doing something nice and free for the gamer as opposed to for themselves. They'll probably fuck it up somehow with some loot box shit. Well, I thought I was told they, the game would not have them. Well, so. I'm sure they have to probably add a little something. We'll see. Uh, in the music section, Valencia added a second show. Uh, Shane Henderson was on the show twice. Um, they added that show December 28th at the Union Transfer for the 10-year anniversary of We All Need a Reason to Believe. That show sold out in less than 30 minutes. And I'm pretty sure we both called, like, they're going to have – they have to add a second show. Yeah, you, you you particularly said this one. So they added a second show the night before on December 27th at the Union Transfer. A little bigger just, venue? Uh, no, same venue. Oh, same venue? Okay. Uh, I just want to say, though – they do this all the time with when they add the second date. I get why because the tour was planned out already, yeah. um, and the next day they probably have another show to play. But when you and this isn't a tour though, this is a one-off. I know UT probably has another show the next night. Like I got that, but I hate when they add the show the night before because then when you bought tickets for the original, you're not. You're going to the second one. You're not there yeah. for the first show, and they're probably maybe his voice is a little hoarse or something. No, they you know? probably have something crazy planned because it's the last show. Yeah. Like I got that, but I bought my tickets to see the only show, and now yeah. I'm not even seeing the first one. It yeah. kind of annoys me. Yeah, but it could be like, shit. Now I have to buy the first one now. Right, that's also true. So it's, I'm sure it's scheduling on UT and even like Valencia. Those dudes, they'd want to do it the night before, not the night after. But that's when it is. It'll be December 27th. Uh, also, did you see the starting lines holiday show for this year? Is it Starlands? They announced it, and it's with state champs, which is okay. awesome. Okay. Uh, however, it is December 15th, the same night as Hidden in Plain View. Oh shit! So well, I will not be. be going. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, let's see. Postseason. Uh, we are going to see them tonight. We've been trying to get them on the show. We had Sean Dorsey of No Hope Records on the show. He and I have been texting uh, all week. Basically, he's going to ha- meet us there. We'll hang out, grab a beer or something. But we're going to see a band we've fallen in love with. Yeah. You're wearing their shirt again. Uh, we've fallen in love with them recently, and it's only 10 bucks. Can't wait to see Yeah, it, it makes sense. Like, obviously, we've been trying to get them on the show, but their, their new CD came out. They started their tour. So it makes sense <clears> for hopefully when all the tour is done, we can finally, you know, Get him down again. Nice interview. Sam doesn't know this, but uh, I'm, I'm <laughs> potentially throwing it out there that if he wants to tonight after the show to come back here and record a post show recap, and I'll edit it in to right now. If not, totally cool. You'll get one next week. Yeah. We'll give you the option. <laughs> yeah, we'll, it might we'll be a late night. We'll I would imagine out. not. You're probably not hearing a show recap, and we'll probably do it just next week. But we're going to see them tonight. Ten bucks, North Wales, twenty minutes from my doorstep. Uh, pay at the door, five bands, two bucks a band. You can't yeah. beat it. I'm say, I'm super hyped. Hope we'll see. I'm sure we have to pay to park. No, it's a North Wales fire station, dude. This is not oh, like so, a venue. So, so I've, I've never been there. Right? Yeah, this, this, is, my neck of the this is not a uh, union transfer yeah. electric factory. This is a, like a fucking VA hall. So awesome. I'm super excited. Goalkeeper is going to be there. We like them a lot too. But can't wait to see postseason. In our other section for miscellaneous stories, I should just call it miscellaneous, Amazon has reached the $1 trillion mark in market value. I think it's only the second U.S. company That's ever. That's insane. 
Jeff Bezos is he makes he's swimming five hundred thousand dollars an hour. Can you believe that? That's ridiculous. <laughs> you need an assistant. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Five hundred thousand dollars an hour. When he takes a shit, it's like eighty thousand bucks. <laughs> That's dude. I mean, but it's it's so convenient. He can wipe his ass with twenty. They have everything. Like they have everything you want. Like you you don't have to go out to food shop. You could get everything on Amazon.com. Amazon is your one stop shop for everything. We podcast. We know. <laughs> Uh, the Oscars are dropping already. It hasn't. I mean, they haven't even hilarious. done it yet. This was only announced like a month ago. They're already dropping the popular yeah, film. Dude, category. as soon as it got announced, it got we sl- shit on it. it. We shit on, but everyone shit on. From all yeah. you see on freaking Twitter, Instagram, everyone was like, "This is garbage." We don't give a shit about a popular film just because your ratings are going down every goddamn year because people just don't give a shit anymore. We the only s- talk about the Razzies. The Superior Spider-Man is making a return to comics this December. I mean, who, who doesn't love the Superior com- I mean, Spider-Man? Why not? They got my money. Are you going to buy them? C- considering I bought the Spider-Man 800 variant, it looks freaking absolutely gorgeous. Uh, we my have, favorite Spider-Man comic. It comic. is now time for our Patreon shouts. We have our 10 patrons to shout out. So thank you for everybody at the $5 and up level. You get a shout out every week on the show along with a handle to a social media and or Twitch channel or YouTube channel of your choice. $5 patrons, Thomas Chisholm, Sam Reimer, which is twitch.tv slash my knife, your life for all of your Fortnite and uh, PUBG. I think he plays State of Decay 2 and maybe even uh, what's that game Nico just reviewed on We Podcast, we know things.com. Uh, the Darwin Project. Maybe he plays a little bit of that. Who knows? Check him out. Twitch.tv slash my knife, your life. That is not your with a Y. That's you are. So it's M Y K N I F E U R L I F E. Rob Harding, Mike Forward, Jay Sanford, 9482, Elijah Elliott, Darren Monroe, Bradley Epstein, uh, AF Logdog. And then at the $10 level, you get a top three every month and also the custom shout out for Alan Santos, our boy. Terrorizen, T-R-E-E-A space R-Y-Z-N on Twitch and Twitter. Really appreciate all of your patronage. So hopefully his week is next week, isn't it? It's sometime. Yeah. He has all month, but hopefully he gets it to us soon. Alan, when you listen to this, please let us know your top three. You give us very difficult top threes and we love it. Yeah, of course. Okay, let, let us not think for a minute. Sam, what's your pick of the week? Pick of the week, actually, movie I finally saw on Netflix that actually came out in 2000. I don't even know what it is and I'm clapping because he didn't take the low-hanging fruit. If he took Spider-Man for that low-hanging fruit, I was going to shut the show down. It's called battle royale i don't know if you ever saw mm-hmm. it it's, it's you, you tweeted about it yeah, or you did something about on it. instagram um it's came out in 2000 it's uh, a <laughs> japanese film it's only in english subtitles it's basically where they got um the frig is that book called the um mocking jay which the, the goddamn hunger game hunger game it basically what they got this from it's, it's a group of basically high school students basically put into on this island by the japanese government where only one person can survive they put a collar on each person an explosive device if they try to escape or if they don't there only has to be one person alive at the end time if there's not everyone dies and they blow up mm-hmm. so it's like like it, it, it's just so freaking crazy it's actually quentin tarantino's when he first came out in 2009 he did an interview said it was his favorite film when he first started directing from 92 until it was like his favorite film that ever came out um it's it's brutal as shit. I mean, some of the killings. Some Didn't of them were, you have like a glass of wine when you were drinking? Oh yeah, I did it. Wine in a brutal movie. Gotta love it, that. It, set it, was right? actually, it was dude. It was because my boy was like, dude, you have to watch this. I was like, all right, let me, let me see. Then the director did a sequel, but he died like the first week after shooting, so his son completed it. But the second one, everyone like crapped on, said it just does not compare to his first. The first one is is actually really good. I suggest everyone go on Netflix, Battle Royale, check it out. I spent my Friday night last night. 
now that I think about it, I had the most epic Friday night of my life. Ryan came over. So it was me, Ryan, and Ashley. Uh, we spent our Friday night. Ryan and I built the crib for yeah. the baby. Drinking strawberries from Bud Light. strawberries at 8% alcohol in the little pony cans. Jesus. And, Two fruits. And, <laughs> and reading dating profiles. Oh, my the God. The three of us were sitting around. Ryan joined a dating site. And I what, remembered that what are you I doing, used to Bubble? be uh, Bubble, Match, and OkCupid. Damn, go ahead, He's Ryan. going for it, bro. He's already been on some <laughs> he, dates. He's, he's swinging for the He's been going on some dates. He'll tell you about him tomorrow night. Or tonight, maybe, if he comes to the postseason show. Uh, but anyway. Good shit, Pope. Yeah, dude, he's doing his good <laughs> thing. So we were like, I was like, yo, you gotta, I got to see your profile. Because you're a weird guy. So I want to see what you wrote. He's a quirky guy. So we're reading it out loud, having a good laugh. And reading, yeah. all, and, you know, we're doing like little swipes and shit like that. Having a good time. So I was like, wait a minute. I had a Plenty of Fish account. I wonder if I still remember my, my logins. So I'm like, I do so i logged oh in God. and like read my profile and showed them my photos that i was using to get chicks ashley's in half of them oh my god <laughs> it was before we were dating hilarious like, it was like good for you for still remembering your password i have like th- like three passwords <clears throat> that you just broke like, maybe okay. five like so it's one of them you know what i mean and the email address i only use three so it's like i can figure out my combos to almost anything yeah. if i just keep trying okay I uh, i'm not like one of those guys who changes it up a yeah. million different ways i'm pretty consistent so i'm <laughs> If I ever get hacked, uh, I took the low hanging fruit. My pick of the week is Spider Man on PS4. <laughs> nah, took, I'm I was, kidding. I was gonna say it what? is NFL football, baby. Okay. Week one, the Eagles one and zero beat the Falcons eighteen to twelve on Thursday night Thank God national for our television because our defense kept us and won us that you game. Won us the game. Uh, although they bent, they did not break multiple times in the fourth quarter. Goal line stands galore to begin and end yep. the game. Incredible game. Uh, kind of boring first half, but really nice second half. But this is week one. Tomorrow, Sunday, we're going to get a full slate of NFL football. Cannot wait. Looking forward to it. I'm in four fantasy leagues this year. You're in one. I feel really good about my teams. I feel really good about your yeah. team. Uh, so I'm looking forward to sitting around tomorrow doing fuck all, yeah. eating primos, and watching the NFL Red Zone <laughs> channel. It, it doesn't get any better it, than it's that. It's legitimately not better yeah. than that. Really looking forward to it. We hope you enjoyed week one because by the time you're listening to this, we got two Monday Night Football games tonight. But we hope you enjoyed the bonus episode we did with the last blockbuster. Uh, We really hope you did that. But this was episode 107 dropping a little differently on a Monday. But we'll see you this Saturday. Again, regularly scheduled programming for episode 108. Rob, you're going down in fantasy, you bastard. Network has a brand new Patreon. That's right. We're asking for your help, and you could do it for as little as a dollar a month. Don't fret. All your favorite shows will still be available for free as always, but you can get exclusive podcasts and more not heard anywhere else but on our Patreon. 
To sign for the ESO Network Patreon is easy. All you have to do is go to esopodcast.com and click on the link. With your support of the ESO Network, it's you who will reap the rewards. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Thank you.